Glory Days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Morning Glory with PJ and Jim here on Radio Nova. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. It's the big one. Oh, it is the big one. Um, yeah, we're here. It's a very special Morning Glory, obviously, being St. Patrick's Day. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know that's in a different uh, kind of environment. You might have thought, no, I'm sure they'll have um, I'm sure they'll have St. Patrick's Day off. Uh, yeah, I know. They you know, but to uh, relax and uh, enjoy themselves. I'm not. Not no. likely, not bloody likely. No. In the in this on the day where Dublin becomes the city of a thousand flutes, <laughs> we are here walking away. That is as 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 the Irish dancing of millions of Americans tramps across O'Connell Street. We're <sighs> we're here doing our business. Yeah, we fi- we figured like uh, the least we could do is rock up for a couple of hours of old entertainment and shenanigans uh, to start the ball rolling on a St Patrick's Day. What have you plans for today? Have you? I uh, you know something. I, I I love going into the city on St Patrick's Day. I love that. I get, do you? Yeah, I do. Now I try and get out. You're not frightened, no. <laughs> I, I get out before the night comes. I'll be honest with you. I like getting in nice and early and having a few sneaky uh, fizzies. Right. And then uh, getting out before the night falls because, as you know, uh, a lot of humans turn into werewolves tonight. It is unusual uh, when they're around town. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a very special gathering. It is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I love going in and having a look and soaking up a little bit of you know the the buzz and the atmosphere around. Yeah, I think it's good so, fun. So, and do you do the actual parade thing? Would you Would you stand and look at um? At the parade stuff going by? No. No. You but, go- <laughs> no. But you know what? It, it does be on telly in some of the pubs though, sometimes. You know, mm. they do show, yeah, they put it on the telly. And there's something so... I love the parade on TV. You know the way it's like... Yeah. Uh, and here we are now with Joe McHoolaharty. You know those American names that Irish people don't have? Yeah. Joe McHoolaharty. Whose parents are from Mayo. Yeah. And, and he's come all the way from Pennsylvania. And then it's like, we just think this is the most beautiful day. And there's a lad behind him with a sack of cans running down the street. <laughs> I, I, I just love it. It's such a brilliant thing watching it on telly. You love it. Have you ever been involved in the parade? Have you? I once as Jake Stevens one year. No way! Yeah, yeah. Did, you didn't lead it, did you? No, guess what? It was a. Am- I was so excited, right? They mm. asked me to do um, coverage on RTE for the day of the parade. I was like, I couldn't believe it. So I was going to get to talk to Mr. Like Mickey McIllaharty. So you would have been there going, doing the old... And I'm talking about the whatever. You would have done it in full Jake. Yeah. Interviewing the, the, the crowd and everything. Exactly. And Catherine Thomas was doing it as well, right? She was there doing it. Right. Blonnet was there doing it. Oh, the stars were right. out. I did my bit and I walked out and they cut it. They never put it on air. <laughs> yeah, because it was brutal. And then Catherine Thomas, do you know what she says to me? What? She says, you are brilliant. And I went, how do you know I wasn't even on? And she was just trying to be nice. Oh, no. She never even saw it. Yeah, yeah. Nothing like a good bit of patronising to, yeah, yeah. to just make you feel even worse. Yeah, I deserved it. <laughs> I deserved it, yeah. Oh. So, so I've never been really a part of it. I, I was, a, re- I was right. a rejected part of it. So yeah. is, is that why you like going in every year in the hope that somebody else <laughs> sp- spots you in yeah. the clue? They'll just go, our marshal has taken ill. <laughs> I'll do it. This is my moment. <laughs> <laughs> Glory Days The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim On Radio Nova It, it is a special one for St. Patrick's Day But we felt we should include um, the birthdays Yeah, we should, why not? Yeah, why not? For the day that's in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now I have to confess, strangely enough I don't have many um, In fact, I'm not even sure I have any Irish ones You're joking? Yeah For the day that's in it? Yeah oh, it's, it's shocking <laughs> But anyway 
<laughs> Nonetheless, right, there are a few well-known birthdays in there. Um, a few Hollywood types floating about the place today celebrating the birthday. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, yes. Celebrates his birthday on St. Paddy's Day. Okay, surely these people, like Kurt Russell, would claim he has Irish sort of heritage in him of some description. It'd be kind, it'd be kind of hard with him, wouldn't it? We do it to every American. We, we did it to Obama. We gave him yeah. a, a petrol station. We can do it to Kurt Russell. Fair, yeah, fair point. I'd Kurt- fill up at Kurt Russell's petrol station. I would. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Uh, Isn't Kurt Russell the one with the a, a very exaggerated dimple in his chin? Yeah, you could use him as a snooker thing. You could <laughs> yeah, like if you're as playing, a rest. Yeah, yeah, you could yeah, grab him by got, the if ankle. If you his head back, you could you use him as a rest. Yeah, you could do a trick shot yeah. with with his chin. Yeah, and of course, um, uh, he was. Is he still with Goldie Hawn? Is he? I don't know. Lucky man, if he is, she's always been. Sort of incredible, hasn't she? Yeah. She's one of those, she was good-looking, funny, talented, she had everything. And I don't, did, did Goldie Hawn, as you would say, interfere with herself when it came to the old plastic surgery? I think she may have um, done a bit of uh, work done around right. the chin and cheeks area. <laughs> I think She's probably just of jealous of Kurt's chin. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I have a snooker rest as well? Yeah, she could probably fit her whole forehead into that joke, <laughs> in fairness. Um, yeah. But Kurt Russell's not a young man, I mean, he'd be like um, 81, maybe? 71. Oh, wow, I was way off. 71 right? for him, right? Um, what about uh, we'll stick with the old uh, American actors Rob Lowe Rob Lowe he's brilliant isn't yeah, he I yeah. love Rob Lowe um, I, th- I mean I don't know a lot that he was in well he was in Parks and Rec and I loved watching Parks and Rec and he was the funniest character in it I do it- sort of remember him a little bit in the West Wing Oh yeah, when he was serious. Yeah. He's not a serious actor anymore. Oh right. He definitely interfered with himself. His head looks completely <laughs> made of Mauler. He does, he looks like a Mauler. He looks like a Mauler version of himself, yeah. Wow. But he's gas, like he's sort of I think he kind of gets that he can he's a bit of a send up of himself now, if you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a bit like um uh, he's kind of like he's he's decided that he's now basically sort of a uh, a slightly less mad Charlie Sheen. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's like what Charlie Sheen would have been if he didn't go completely off the rails. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'd say, what age is he? Um, he may be 53. Bit older than that, 58. Oh, okay. 58 right. for It's old. hard to know when you've got a mall ahead. It's <laughs> well, very exactly. hard to tell the difference. Yeah. I mean, there may be parts of them that are only 53. That's true, yeah. So, might. I, I feel like I should almost nearly give you half a point for that. <laughs> yeah. Just in case. Um, now, here's one for you, right? You were a, a fan of Dallas, weren't you? I loved it. Yeah, right. Well, it's Patrick Duffy's birthday today. Brilliant. Now, with a name like Patrick Duffy, if you don't have Irish... Yeah, there's something Something's very wrong. weird. Somebody's, been, yeah. somebody's lying to you. A hundred percent, he is Irish in him. He was Bobby, of course, famously Bobby Ewing. Bobby Ewing, who yeah. had the worst ever comeback of a TV show <laughs> in the history of all television. Yeah, two years we watched it. Two years trying to figure out uh, what was going on. Yeah, and two years of Sue Ellen getting sober. <laughs> Do you remember? And she was completely sober and got away from JR, and yeah. she was free. And Cliff Barnes had bought his, built his own empire. God, you were a serious Dallas oh, fan. Oh, I was, yeah, wow. yeah. Cliff Barnes and uh, built his own empire. I was more, I was really, you know, a Dallas fan, but more a Victoria Principal fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we all, weren't we all? Weren't we all? And yeah. then Bobby came back in the shower and there was poor old Sue Ellen was back on the sauce. And, oh, my God. Oh, and JR was as mean as ever. It was just reversed. Whose dream was it again? It was um, Pam's. It was, was it Pam? Pam's? Yeah, Pam. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pam went to sleep with him in the shower and she woke up when the taps went off or I'll tell you something with the amount of time with, with the amount of time that he spent in that shower it was a good job that he was the man from Atlantis <laughs> 
Do you remember that? I do, yeah. With his webbed hands and all. I, I used to swim like Flipper. <laughs> yeah, he used to right. wriggle in the water, yeah. yeah was, oh, come on, what a mad show that was. But I tell you something, very good preparation for having to spend two years in a shower. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, it's very impressive. I'd that say was. he's 73, is he? Yes, he is! Oh, oh there God. we go. Look at that. Oh, I don't what believe in it. the sack. That's impre- impressive. Right, we're going to stick with the actors. Somewhat less well known. I know you're more Star Trek than Star Wars. Yeah, it would be, yeah. But John Boyega is celebrating his birthday today. Oh, part of kind of the new Star Wars, you know, all the Force Awakens. Yeah, and can't Last get into Jedi, that. You know, I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, I in can't. Fact, I'm not sure I've seen anything after Return of the Jedi. <laughs> That's the last time you were in the cinema. 1982. I think that's, that's quite possibly true. <laughs> yeah. And then when you see... And then they start doing... So you start doing prequels, right? Yeah. And then you've done a few... And then they do a sequel. And you you don't know which end is don't up. Don't know which end which is, up, is yeah. going. Where was this in the scheme of things? And I then know. they started changing the names. They started calling 1-3. That's right, and three, yeah. Six, and 3-6. Yeah. All that sort of, and 6-1. I know, yeah. You'd need a degree in mathematics just to be able to figure out what order to watch them in. Like, I know, yeah. It is, God, yeah, it's a bit anyway, crazy. Anyway, John Boyega, good actor, but um, uh, he's um, in the uh, in the new kind of Star Wars I don't know. I don't think I know which person he is. Well, I'll put it to you this way. It's a significant birthday for Okay, him, right. Okay. And how, how else can I... What else? What other clue can I kind of give you? He's not an old man, certainly not. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, So I'll say he's 30. Yeah! Ah, uh, look at this, lads. We could do a hat-trick on Patrick's Day. A, for, for you, being a Patrick... Oh, yeah, of course. It's only just dawned on me that that's the case. You're a Paddy Joe. I know, isn't it mad? So you're a Patrick Joe. And I have a brother called Patrick as well. Isn't that mad? That's impressive. Only in Ireland can <laughs> we have two Patrick brothers. <laughs> Bloody confusing, <laughs> but that's... that's a, <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Right. I remember going to a gig once. Know, were you known as Patrick 1 or Patrick 2? Uh, I don't know. I, I, think, I don't know, really. The other... I meant the other Patrick. <laughs> I remember going to a gig with Paddy Courtney, Pat Devine and Patrick McDonald, right? Yeah. And the guard stopped us. Yeah. A car full of Patricks. Like, oh literally four, four Patricks. It was just... Yeah. Yeah, like... A, That's like... I mean, it literally is like the start of a joke. It is, yeah, yeah. Four Paddies are in a car, right? Yeah, one of them says... <laughs> yeah, it's def- it feels like a joke. <laughs> right, okay. Um, uh, where am I now? I've lost my track. Oh, sorry. Was it? What was I on to? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll tell you something, right? So, um, you could be getting it. I t- I've got two more for you to have a go at, right? They're both sort of music-y. Okay. All right. Do you remember Patty Boyd? Uh, Patty Boyd famously was married to both George Harrison and Eric Clapton. Oh, wow. Obviously not at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, So she, she, she knows her rock stars. She knows her rock stars, yeah. yeah. And to be honest with you, after that, I, I know very little about her. N- n- to, to be honest, I don't know much about her either. It's kind of famous by association. So I suppose if you were to if you were to punt at what sort of age the likes of George Harrison and Eric Clapton were. Yeah, I'd have a stab then that she's like 76. Oh, 78. Oh, really? 78. Not bad. Now, this one might be a tough one for you. Good one for me because I was a big Thin Lizzy fan, right? But today is the birthday of Scott Gorm, right? Who, the famous uh, Thin Lizzy guitarist, one for the Nova Nation on this day. Um, What clue can I give you about him? (sighs) It's his birthday. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Um, what I mean, look. I, yeah, you know, I know Lizzie, Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't know him if he was walking down the road, probably because he was the fella. That he, uh, let's face it, it was all really about Phil Innes, wasn't it? <laughs> Phil Innes and his band, wasn't it? That was what it was, really. You know, yeah. I was in Tin Lizzie Grant. So what? Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Were you Phil Innes? No, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. Well, then, but then doesn't matter. Doesn't, it, yeah. It's not like saying I was on the bus. I drove a bus, but you didn't. Like you were passing. <laughs> 
Uh, so I gotta say, uh, he's he's uh, sixty-eight. Not bad, to be fair. Seventy-one. Okay, not too bad. I'll give myself well, a pat two, on the back. Two. That's very good today, Paddy. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. And sure, with you being a Paddy, let's just make it a three. Let's anyway. do it. How yeah. old are you, PJ? How, uh, Forty-six. Well done. You win. <laughs> <laughs> It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Anyway, uh, it is St. Patrick's Day, and apparently if you want to um, to have your own, you know, like there's a lot of merchandise happens on St. Patrick's Day. You know, there's there's a, a, yeah. It's a very, as you, obviously there's the shamrock and there's the various hats and there's people selling all sorts of whatever. Oh, yeah, there'll be yeah. Americans walking around in T-shirts <laughs> and not, you know, all that shit. If you've, if, if you've, you know, slightly more money to spend. Yeah, yeah, get yourself an island. There's an island for sale uh, off in Loch Corrib, off the coast of Galway. Wow! Uh, yeah, uh, your your own island. Imagine buying that for yourself on St Patrick's Day. Oh my God! I mean, that'd be some gift, and uh, it's and it's there. I mean, stone walls, beautiful hedgerows. It says large, mature trees. There's one house on it, I think. Uh, oh, there's two two farm buildings on it. Right. So there is, and it's going for the price two hundred and forty five thousand. Up to seven hundred and seventy thousand, which is quite a range. I was just going to say, yeah. What's but, uh, what's what's going to decide that? That seems a bit weird. It, yeah, it's a bit of a mad. Pro- I suppose it's uh, up for the bidding war. But try and fancy, don't you get a, a bed sitting done leery for that? Yeah. So I'll get two hundred and forty-five for potentially for an entire island. Yeah, it'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? What would you do if you had your own island? Nothing. Oh, I declare my own free state. Yeah. I, I design my own flag. <laughs> I would. I'd put up a border post and everything. I would. Would you? Yeah. I'd, I'd put in a landing you're, you're, tax and everyone had to give me a, 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 ch- a chocolate orange when they get, uh, came in. Oh, you'd let people in, would you? Uh, well, only like, yeah, you'd have to do holiday visas and that, you know. Oh, yeah, Limited yeah. time, a two-hour holiday visa. <laughs> yeah. Because surely the whole benefit of having an island is, is nobody else being there. Uh, yeah, yeah. There'd be that. Citizenship mm. would be difficult now. It would be, And yeah. there'd be a really strict Why, test. Would you, would you do your own passport and everything? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 100%. And it'll have to be issued by me. I know my own handwriting, so you couldn't forge it. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? And would you draw these little pictures on the passports and everything? Just to make it, like, you know, make it look a bit official and all. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You'd have to get the crayons out and go for it full on. Yeah, yeah, instead of a harp, to be a dirty pigeon. You know, big dirty <laughs> pigeon. Nothing to be more. So it's sort of Dublin Island, I'd call it, you know. Yeah. For, for dubs or who are... Uh, for some reason, have to leave their own home. Right, and they. Uh, That's, now you're making it. Now you're making it sound like a prison. I am actually. You're actually saying making it sound like a prison island. I am. For those that have to leave their own home. I, I am making it sound like Spike Island. <laughs> I've just taken all the crack out of it, haven't I? Oh, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I suppose the, the the one small drawback about island life would be, you know, if you had to nip to the shops, like, just I mean, I never thought of that. It's, or maybe if you if you fancy just you know nipping to the the booze or just for you know watch a match maybe or something. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you'd have to do. You'd have to set up your own little chi bean, you know, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd have to do all that sort of stuff. And but then, then and then you'd have to fulfil all of the roles in it. You'd have to be your own barman, and you'd, oh you'd have God. to throw yourself out when you got when you got stroppy. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's uh, that's when you have an argument with yourself every <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, actually, maybe I'm not. You've had enough. I'll tell you when I've had uh, enough. Says who? <laughs> I own this place. Glory days. The best of morning glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. You know, Paddy's Day. Obviously, you have to kind of focus on all of the truly great things about Ireland. Yeah, and of course, painting your body green. <laughs> yes, and wearing shamrock on your chest like you're like you're a sort of weird Tom Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all of that is possible, and it also you. You know, in celebrating the greatness of Ireland, you've got to also give a nod to the truly great Irish people. Absolutely. And there are very few greater Irish people than our guest, Ding Dong Denny O'Reilly. Good morning to you, sir. 
How's it going, Sham? How are you? <laughs> Very well. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you. You must absolutely love St. Patrick's Day. It must be like your Christmas Day, is it? Well, it's uh, I, I like today because, like, uh, you know, everybody's drinking. There's a great buzz in, in, in the boozers and that, you know. But, like, me personally... Um, why I don't understand why we had to name our national day after St. Patrick. I mean, I don't think he's a true representation of Irish people. I mean, he's British for a start, but, but I mean, I bet he was a teetotaler. Do you know what I mean? Or whatever the equivalent of tea was back then, mud and water. You know, it's the wrong message to the world. Before he came along, we were having the crack, drinking, fighting, killing, puking, you know, all that type of thing. And he comes over and says, no, we're not having that. You know, um, People come to Ireland to get drunk and have the crack. Isn't that right? You know what I mean? Not to check out what the monks got up to, you know, drawn books and the like, you know. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, you know, I think we should should have picked someone, you know, Wolf Tone or Pardig Pierce or Conor McGregor or someone like that. A real true, great Irish man. You know, um, and, and the snakes as well. You know, like, why did he get rid of them? You know, I, my theory is... You know, because looking in the book of Kells and all the, these books that his buddies, the monks, would have been doing, you know, yeah. there's snakes everywhere in them books, you know, wriggling <laughs> up letters, wriggling up people's legs. I mean, what's going on there? Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, maybe that's why he got rid of them, you know. Oh, maybe so. Maybe oh, so, yeah. So, so he brought Christianity to Ireland. You don't think that's a good thing at all? Um. Well... Yeah, but yeah, no, that, that that's I'm I'm happy enough with that because you know uh, the Christianity and all that and the Catholicism, whatever, with that. But um, I don't think he did a great job of it personally. Really? You know, I mean, you know, and and, and I I don't know about that story about the shamrock. I mean, where did he get the shamrock? Like just off the ground? I've never seen shamrock lying around the place. Have you? No, you have to pay through the bloody nose for it. <laughs> You know, we're supposed to believe that Irish and, and, and we're supposed to think that Irish people couldn't get their head around the, the blessed Trinity idea. Three people into one God. I mean, come on, you know, that he had to get a, a shamrock. Oh, now we get it. Yeah. Uh, you know, a true Irish man who's been as drunk as I do sees double and treble on a regular basis. I think drink would have been a better way, you know, to get the message across. To, the Irish people. I, I think we, we could relate to that better. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know. I, I, the other, I suppose the other thing now, though, is that at least, you know, the parade, it's sort of, it's, it's sort of spread out a little bit. It sort of focuses more on really the kind of Celtic tradition, really, doesn't it now, more than just the, 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 the Christianity stuff, don't you think? Oh, it does, yeah. Oh, yeah, it does stop. But now, not that I have much time for the Celts poncing <laughs> around in skirts and all that. No. Come on. And the parade these days, it's just all them big mockness heads, you know, big heads, you know, we've lost a run of ourselves. There's near a banjo, a tin whistle or a Brian Baru harp to be seen, is there? You know, more likely to see a new age didgeridoo. <laughs> didgeridoo as I prefer to call them, you know what I mean? You've got to be with the days, uh, you know, of Paddy's days years ago. Where the guards, the guards would just bait a few of the old Dublin characters out onto the street so we could laugh at them. You know, people, you know, like people like Bang Bang and, and Brother Gang Bang and, and the arse spin. Did you ever hear of him? He'd sit in your face for two bob. <laughs> and uh, Doggy Styles, 
who would spend his day in the zoo barking at the lions and tigers. And then, then there was a fella, Johnny the Spider Morphia. Um, he, and he was named because he was born with eight legs. Uh, a very, very difficult man to, to fight because you couldn't pick which two to kick between. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, um, but, but it is sad. Do like, you miss an old Dublin like me? Do you? You know, I, like I do miss the old way, Dublin. You know, the donkey fight in the Pimlico. <laughs> no. And um, the famous feather market. Remember that? It was blown away in the building in 1953. <laughs> Sadly, gone to. Oh, oh my God. And you know what? To the right turn from George's Street onto Dane Street. <laughs> That's the, uh, oh, yeah. that is, that's a no. sad loss, Ding Dong. It surely it is. It surely is, surely Ding Dong. Is, yeah. I'm nearly afraid to ask, but how will Ding Dong celebrate St. Patrick's Day then? Um, probably by drinking myself into oblivion. <laughs> you know, um, I urge everyone to drink until, until they puke up the Irish flag. Lining of your stomach. Uh, the milk used to settle the bag. And of course, orange for carrots. You know, for some reason, there's carrots in there. Oh know. my god! Yeah. Oh, wow, that's that's there's no there's no real comeback from that. Is that's a hell of a way. That's a hell of a way that's to do it. Yeah. Advice. Can we listen? Just while we have you, just slightly away from the St Patrick's Day thing for a minute. Um, obviously, we've hmm. just come out of a very strange time for the whole world. How did how did you get on yourself and get over the old COVID time and all that? Um, it was difficult. I mean, but my lockdown went quite well. Locked down is exactly how I was. <laughs> you know, I was a bit annoyed that in the supermarket, you know, they had this thing uh, there in um, Super Value in Cromland. They had a thing, you know, that you're only limited to two items for certain things. And I was, uh, and the only items that they actually had limited was uh, trays of beer uh, and because uh, like, I asked about it and and yeah so but one thing did make me proud about the Irish in uh, the, in the whole COVID thing was made us realise how important drink was to us other countries the headlines would be about schools and we got to get the children back no in Ireland it was open to pubs five articles even in, in poncy things like the Irish Times it'd be like all about getting the drink back on, you know, and um, and 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 at last they admitted something—a uh, conspiracy theory, I would say—where they, where the government and all the rest of the doctors and all said that basically drink is the cure for mental health. Do you remember they were saying that? <laughs> no, I can't say I do. I, th I think I missed that one. Health. Yeah. No, they were saying that that we opened the pubs because people's mental health is suffering because they can't get drunk, and that, I've always believed that. You know, um, you know. Although I drink to get mental. Right. You know what I mean? Oh wow! But, Listen, Ding Dong. Uh, the, the thing about it, there's yeah. something I need to break to you on, and today seems to be an appropriate day to really tell you this because um, I'm sitting here with PJ or whatever on this day, the most Irish of Irish days, and PJ is not a fan of one of the greatest Irish dishes of them all. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't like a coddle. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Ding Dong. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I got this. It's, 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 it's a fantastic. It's a fant What can I say? It, it, it's, it's the best food of all. It, it, it's. You probably can. You, you're a young fellow, and you were brought up with new traditions <laughs> like best before dates and all this. Carry on. <laughs> a coddle, uh, uh, 
that. It was probably best before it got um, got best after uh, best before uh, it went cold and best after twenty five points. You know, um, so that was the kind of drink. Lined stomach, lined the stomach. Uh, if uh, you had it, and then it was also still there when you came back. From the <laughs> Come here, it's, I believe it's it's a big part. Do you have? Is it true you have a song for it? Oh, I do. Yes, um, I, I have a song um, called the Coddle Song. Do uh, any uh, chance we could get it? Uh, could we hear? Get a few bars of it, yeah. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go here. Yeah, I have the old uh, guitar, and I'll, I'll give it a go. Yeah, so you so you can sing sing along in the chorus if you want. Right. <laughs> Uh, if you're able to sing, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> no, to be honest, but anyway. It'll sound more like we're, we're all drunk and having laughs laugh anyway if you're out young. Uh, so anyway, should we go for it, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right. all right, yeah. All right. There's nothing like a coddle When in from the boozer you waddle you're starting to gag to settle the bag. There's nothing like a coddle. There's nothing like a coddle. I've experienced incredible things. I have eaten with princes and kings. Had me dirty loves on some serious bling. And me lips on an archbishop's ring. I had Divantes on her knees Got a wear from young Camerton Diaz Had real human flesh, all lovely and fresh With a glass of champagne if you please But there's nothing like a coddle When in from the boozer you waddle you're starting to gag, twill settle the bag. There's nothing like a coddle. There's nothing like a coddle. They go on about Michelin stars. They can go and stick them up their arse. Forget Michelin Square if you want a spare tire. Try a coddle and a few bleeding jars. I get so overcome at the sight At those sausages all wobbly and white That the lads start to say That maybe I'm gay And I'm wondering if maybe they're right Cause there's nothing like a coddle When in from the boozer you waddle You're starting to gag Twill settle the bag there's nothing like a coddle. There's nothing like a coddle. Yay! Hey! Oh my, is there, is there any greater celebration of Irishness than that? Brilliant. Ding dong. That was absolutely fantastic. Fair play to you. Listen, enjoy the rest of St. Paddy's Day. Thanks a million for coming on and Thanks, chatting Paul. to us. I appreciate it. It's yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good stuff. Thanks, Ding Dong. Today, or ne- ne- now would be a very good time to say, this would be a good time to say, always drink responsibly. Always drink responsibly. <laughs> Do not take this man's advice. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. On this St. Patrick's Day, this proud Irish day, I want to know, do you know our national anthem? Do I know? Would I know it if I heard it? Yes. <laughs> no, not would you recognise it. Oh, yeah, that's the one. 
I mean, would you actually know our national anthem? God, that's a tough one. I think so. Right. You see, I haven't sang along in so long. In so long, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You see, I would say I do. Yeah. And then, but then you see, the thing about it is, right? Now, I would imagine that I'm in the majority here. Right, I'm going to say it. Yeah. I, you know the way you get, so you do the kind of, Shane Afina Fall. Right, okay, yeah. and then you get through a little bit, and then there's, uh, and you know what I mean? And you yeah. do that little, yeah. da, 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 honig, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I'm afraid I fall into that I think a lot of, I do bit. think that's the majority of people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But do you reckon you'd know it word for word, would I, you? I don't know if they're the actual words. Very good Do you know point. what I mean? So it's Shina Fina Fall. Yeah. A toffee alligarin. Bean dar slew. Mar. Hard hidden honey room. Famous air. Shin shear a shan shear fast. That's where I'd be going. Shin yog for. Fin shear on off in troll. And on the hands and barn of well. And then there's a something called Bosch no sale. You have to do that because the only time we ever sing it is at football matches. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. There's a new book out and they're trying to teach kids the national anthem. And the inspiration for the book was a woman went to a big sporting event. Right. And it's, uh, she realised that everyone around her was going, sure the hell And the old with the hell and the old run. There and the Brits are out the back, so they say, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I tell you something, I wouldn't have a single idea of the. You know the way there's an English version, which you should never be singing anyway. Yeah, the soldier song, the soldier song, like where it's translated or yes. whatever it is. I wouldn't, wouldn't have, have not a word. Not I don't know any. Well, see all those words we just sang. Yeah, I don't know what one of them means. No, me neither. <laughs> not me neither. one. That's what I'm saying because you're just singing phonetically. Yeah. You know what I mean? If somebody said, like, uh, so just slow down and say them to me, don't be ridiculous. I'd be, yeah, are you mad? Say them. Say them. What's that about? I wouldn't have a clue. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I mean, you know, it does bring beg the question whether or not it might just be easier if we just adopted Ireland's call or something. Oh, my God, Jim, <laughs> don't say it. Please don't say it. There'll be people out there who think you're serious. No. Oh, my God, that no, I, song. I'm only saying that because I know how much PJ hates that oh, song. Oh, I absolutely hate that song. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst song ever. Uh, 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 people be oh gee I'm about to get upset thinking about it <laughs> yeah, I know Phil Coulter wrote it who's yeah. an amazing songwriter oh, oh my god iconic in fairness and to it him. took iconic. him ages to get it right because he had to write it with so he had to jump the political barbed wire Catholic and Protestant North and South Loyalist and Republican he had to try and make it work for everybody wow and unfortunately when you make something work for everybody it works for nobody exactly don't they say that a camel is a horse designed by a committee yes <laughs> And that, and that song is the greatest camel. It's the most. It's an audible camel. Yeah. That song. And so, with this, with this book for kids, is that going to solve the problem now? Is that going to fix it all? I don't know. It's a good idea, though. It's sort of like it's done with illustrations, and it mm. teaches them bit by bit, and they'll they'll understand what it all means. And yeah. it's a, a campaign to sort of make sure all kids know the national anthem. Good which idea. Is a good idea. Yeah, yeah, it would be a good idea. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to, is it? By the way, is it written phonetically like that? <laughs> oh, you better be. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it terrible? Because like, I know all the no words... No chance of getting a couple of free copies, is there? I'll get you a copy, no problem, yeah. I'd say, imagine, no, I know all the words to killing me soft, you know? <laughs> And I don't know the words to this. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova.
very special edition of Our Man at the Movies. Clint Dreberg brought to you by Manhattan Popcorn, Ireland's favourite popcorn, Manhattan.ie. I'm assuming it's going to be just wall-to-wall Irishness. There'll be shamrocks and leprechauns and all sorts. Jeez. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> well, I got you 50% Irish. Oh, right, And Connor's okay. a tattoo, by the way. Oh, tall. Oh, very good. You know, uh, did you know our Clint was actually learning Irish? I did not know this. Every mm. Monday at midday, that's where I disappear, PJ. You're kidding me. I go off to Irish class with my nine other classmates. Right. And try and try and try. <laughs> Brilliant. Who, to- who made it so hard, this silly Irish language? It's so hard. That the national people can't speak it. Well, that's I true. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's probably the most Irish thing you can do is not being able to speak Irish. Oh, yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's going I'll well. get there. Maybe by the end of the year, I'll try and do a whole review in Irish. Oh, Shall well. That, that'll be my goal. Oh my god, that's that ambitious. Is brilliant. That's it's ambitious. Like- Considering I I did it in school for I don't know many years and couldn't even pass an Irish test with yeah. you. I know. Yeah, do you remember that? Remember when we did the Irish test here? Oh no, really? And, oh yeah, Jim yeah. turned into a Russian. <laughs> Maybe he is. Deep down, PJ. Maybe he is. <laughs> How dare you? Well, let's start with the Irish. Wolf is the name of the movie, and it is about a poor boy called Jacob. Now, Jacob's a little bit different to all the other boys, and so he checks himself into this facility mm-hmm. to deal with that difference. Here's a little taste of Wolf. Welcome, Jacob. Species identity disorder can be cured so that a person who thinks themselves an animal can resume a happy, healthy and rewarding life. I want to do it. It's the best thing for everyone. You're all gonna end up wonderful human beings. They say the wolf and the wildcat are natural enemies. Now, hang a sec. Before you start reviewing this, I have a feeling I'm going to get a serious kicking off PJ Gallagher here if this is about a a man who's partly a wolf. You know, Jim, he's half silverback. (laughs) Now, is that actually a thing or not? Because as you heard there, PJ, it's a real thing. I know it is. I work with him every day. (laughs) No, no, no. A real, real thing. This was a very bad choice of movie. (laughs) No, it's a perfect choice. So this is a real disorder. And this film is based on a a lady who made the film, uh, Natalie uh, Bianchetti. You'll see her on Nova.ie, by the way. I had a chat with her. She made a documentary and then made this fictitious but based on real things story. Wow. So, George McKay, the fantastic young actor, you've seen him in everything. He's a boy who thinks he's a wolf. And he goes off to this facility where there's all sorts of kitties who thinks there are all sorts of animals. And you'll actually see Johnny Depp's daughter, Lily Rose Depp, playing a girly who the wolf tends to like. Right. And she's a wild cat. Oh. oh uh, so a wolf and a wild cat. Oh, that That's sounds very Romeo and Juliet. Very much so. It, yeah. Wow. So now... So, and you're saying that's a real thing. It's that's a an real identified... Thing. And I noticed you chuckling during that clip there, Jim. It is one of those films where it's all very serious and dark and mysterious, but you can't help but laugh because of the kid walking past clucking like a chicken. (laughs) You know, like it is. And there's these doctors trying to treat them and it gets a bit violent and all that sort of stuff. Very violent, this film. Because it's, I mean, you know, the way it was being, from the clip, it sounded a bit X-Men-y. You know what I mean? Like that sort of, like that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but no, it's a it's, it's a sort of, yeah. Well, I, I, I just think, I mean, come on. It sounds like, you know. like one of those funny hypnosis shows you used to go to. <laughs> I know, yeah. You know, that's yeah, what it yeah. sounds like. And to be fair, you know, Wolf, that's kind of cool and yes. wildcat. And I mean, George looks say, like a wolf. And somebody walking by, though, clucking like a he chicken. Like a so chicken, yeah. Choose a different animal, man. Yeah. Go for something else. Oh, everything you could pick. Yeah. <laughs> you went for an L rooster, like... <laughs>
Uh, could you be, PJ? If we've got the uh, gorilla in the room, what would oh, you be? Harsh. What would I be? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Definitely a cock. Probably a parrot. I just sit in Jim's work his shoulder while he does all the work. You're doing oh. it wrong. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> well, this is dark and mysterious. A little probably too mysterious because you just... It does do your head in a little bit. I will give it extra points for being Irish, mate. I will give it extra points for George McCann. So that takes it up to... Three and a half stars. Three and a half. Yes. yes. Okay. I'm still very keen to see it because it sounds so odd. I, I have to say, This yeah. is something for you too. I I'm think. genuinely yeah. intrigued by this. That Not, actually sounds good to it me. Does, yeah. And that means you go to the cinema, guys. St. Patrick's Day holiday cinema for you too. What's next on the... Uh... <laughs> We're going over the water now to... Is it okay to talk about an English film on St. Patrick's Day? <sighs> on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, my God. Sacrilege. I mean, for God's sake. We can't even have that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, what about I tell you this? There is a lot of Dennis drinking in this movie, so that... That'll do. That'll that do. makes it appropriate. Do. What I'm talking about is a film based on a true story, a real thing. It's called The Phantom of the Open. It's um, the story of this lad who decided, after all his years, Morris Flintroff, he thought, when he was in his 40s, that he would enter the British Open Golf. Interestingly, he'd never picked up a golf club. (laughs) Oh, my God, this sounds amazing. It's a true story. And how did he do? Well, here's a taste. I never even played bloody golf before, Dad. Mind your language on the course. F***ing hell. It sounds professional. You sure? Well, practice is the road to perfection. Welcome on the tee, Maurice Flitcroft. Don't adjust the television, this is actually happening. (laughs) Oh dear me. How does it feel to have shot the worst round in history? Oh, my oh, this God. sounds fantastic. It is. And it's 1976 when this happened. And I won't tell you too much because there is a little okay. bit in but is it. But is it a bit sort of Eddie the Eagle of golf? Yes, it is. <laughs> and Mark Rylance is the Morris uh, Flintroff, uh, Flintcroft. And so he's a crane operator, you know, about to lose his job. Got a couple of kids living in the middle of nowhere in the UK and, you know, having a hard life. And then he becomes an international superstar. And he keeps on keeping on. Does he do so well? Well, you got a little taste there. He's not so good at the golf, but he has a good time at it. Oh, it's got a fair play to him getting into it. I mean, I assume you have to do some sort of qualification or well, whatever. Back to get in the seventies, you didn't really. Oh, you just had to rock up and pay your fee. You filled in a form, and he ticked a few boxes. <laughs> And did anybody check the form? I mean, these days, there'd be a computer doing it. But I have to say, I saw a little trailer on TV yes. for this, and it does look good. Because instead of it being that, you know, that kind of thing of like, oh, the, you know, came from nowhere and took over, or whatever, it's yeah. an actual, yeah, came from nowhere, it kind of ended <laughs> up kind nowhere. Kind of stayed there. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <gasps> it is a joyous comedy, like I said, set in the 70s, so a great soundtrack, fantastic songs, a little bit going off into La La Land when it, there's a bit of few, a few dream sequences, oh, right. which I didn't really think need to be there. It was just a fantastic story on paper and could have been without all the airy-fairy yeah. loftiness. So that's where it loses marks. But again, I'm going three and a half stars for The Phantom of the Open. Again, guys, it sounds like you want to see this one. Shall we go to the movie? Anyway, that's, anyway, that's so, our man. Uh, thanks again, Tim. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, our man at the movies, Clint Treberg, brought to you, of course, by Manhattan Popcorn, Ireland's favourite popcorn, Manhattan.ie. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Before we get out of here, though, 
Um, just, you know, in case you're in, in stuck for maybe a bit of St. Patrick's Day conversation when you're sitting in the pub later on, always drink responsibly. Um, a few interesting kind of Irishy facts. Yeah, a bit of trivia here yeah, yeah. when it comes to St. Patrick's Day. I, I didn't know a lot of this, like uh, that the first St. Patrick's Day parade, for instance, never happened in Ireland. Nor did it happen on St. Patrick's Day. What? Yeah, it actually happened the day after. It happened on the 18th of March in Boston in 1737. That was the first St. Patrick's Day parade. And what was the thinking behind that? They were uh, just late, were they? They were, I all, think, I, they were all in the pub on Paddy's Day and couldn't get out. Yeah, yeah, they were probably told, the pub down, down the road is opening, and they all left together. And they were walking to the next one. And then, and then they realised, we should do this every year. Right. Oh yeah, not, I thought it was a bit of crack. That's maybe. extraordinary. I know, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it t- what our first one in Ireland wasn't until uh, 1931. So it took like what's that? Well over a hundred years, right? Before we had another Patrick. Before we had a parade here. Well, and to be honest with you, most of the foreign ones are better than ours. Anyway, to be fair. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They go all out for it, like. They go all out for it, yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. They go all out for it. And then... Because you always notice the difference between the, the lads that have arrived from overseas. Oh, the and effort then, they put and in. And then somebody that's cobbled one together here at home. I know. And there's like, you know, crepe paper and, that's and stuff. And something's been coloured in with markers. It's brilliant, isn't it? Like, especially if you go to the regional ones. I was in the, uh, the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Ratout when you were riding the BMX. <laughs> and, 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 like, it was to me in the BMX club. Right. We were in it. And we were going up the middle of the road, you know, waving and everything. And in, in uh, Dublin, they had the Harley Davidson Club. I was there going, there's a slight <laughs> capacity differential here. <laughs> but it was brilliant. And it was all kids in their karate suits and all. Yeah. The karate club were in it. They literally, ro- everybody gets rolled out. I everybody mean, yeah. gets if rolled was, out. If there was somebody in the place that had, like, you know, that was a particularly good pie baker, they'd, they'd be in it as well. Yeah, of Anything at all. Just walk along holding a pie. Yeah, yeah. Just a priest walking along the front, <laughs> waving some beads over his head. Yeah, you know. Oh, listen, if you're heading to the parade um, or wherever, you, whatever parade you're heading to, enjoy it. Have a fantastic St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day, Jim. Thanks. I was going to say everyone, but, you know, I mean it only to you. You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at nova.ie, or on the Nova app.